USA News, I'm John Schaefer. The Biden administration is accusing Russia of committing war crimes in Ukraine. Vice President Kamala Harris. We have examined the evidence. We know the legal standards. And there is no doubt these are crimes against humanity. Harris making the comments during a speech today at the Munich Security Conference. She says Russian forces have engaged in atrocities like rape, murder and torture and that justice must be served in honor of the victims. Classes will resume Monday morning at Michigan State University just a week after a mass shooting on campus left three dead and five wounded. However, many students say it's too soon. Thousands have signed a petition asking for online or hybrid classes to be held instead. Five former Memphis police officers charged in the death of Tyree Nichols are pleading not guilty. During a hearing Friday, the judge said the defendants are entitled to a fair trial and asked for patience as the case proceeds. The next hearing is set for May 1st. The death toll from the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria has now topped 45,000. That number expected to keep rising as more bodies are found in the rubble. Nearly two weeks after the quakes, few survivors are being found and thousands of people are still missing. We may never know what some of the high-altitude objects shot down over the U.S. and Canada are. Navy crews have finished clearing remnants of a Chinese surveillance balloon that went down off the Carolina coast. That's all gone to an FBI lab in Quantico for analysis. And now Northern Command reports its ending attempts to find what's left of two other objects, despite having no success in locating debris in Alaska and Lake Huron. Earlier, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby noted that without recovering the debris, it would be highly unlikely that authorities would be able to determine what the objects actually were. I'm Karen Sloan. This is USA News. Remember customer service? Yeah, it's almost a lost art. Almost, because actually MediShare is nailing it when it comes to caring for their members. No wonder MediShare gets double the satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. Imagine you get to talk to actual people and they're for you. Well, we're all here for the same thing. We want what's best for the members. How am I going to help this member today that has come across my desk? How am I going to make sure that what they need is what they get? And as fast as possible. So, yeah, you'll love the savings with MediShare. There's no doubt about that. But the way you're treated is just plain refreshing. To be able to pray with them before actually disconnecting that call, you just get goosebumps. And you know it's God, you know, just leading you to that person. So you can save a lot. But as always, it's people who make the difference. Call now. They are great to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Four U.S. troops were wounded in a helicopter raid that killed an ISIS leader in Syria. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby spoke from the White House about what happened. As the Pentagon has reported, an explosion during the raid also uh, resulted in four U.S. troops and one of the working dogs uh, suffering some uh, some injuries. The four are part of a U.S. Special Operations Forces. The troops and the working dog are in stable conditions, are being treated at a U.S. medical facility uh, in uh, in Iraq. I'm Dave Collins. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman will remain hospitalized for a few weeks as he continues to be treated for clinical depression. An aide telling NBC News the information. It's hard to know if if he's not hearing you or if he's just 
sort of being crippled by depression and social anxiety. And so there's a sense of relief on the team that they're now able to sort of address um, this this depression issue that's been so complicated in the context of of the stroke and everything else that's that's been going on. That's NBC correspondent Dasha Burns. Fetterman voluntarily checked himself into Walter Reed Military Medical Center earlier this week. Fetterman has dealt with bouts of depression on and off his whole life. The U.S. will dip into a recession this year. That's the warning from the conference board's chief economist. According to the nonprofit business group, high inflation, rising interest rates, and falling consumer spending are the key reasons we can expect to see a recession hit. The board's leading economic index fell by three-tenths of a percent in January. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer. Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's. On your terms. From USAPodcasting.com. Subscribe today. USAPodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter. We are going to finish up talking about the Murdoch trial here in just a second. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Remember, uh, we are not giving legal advice. We are only uh, talking about general topics of law and having a good time entertaining you. So do not uh, take what we say as gospel truth, though. You can go back and see. We've we've predicted some pretty interesting things and interesting uh cases. Uh, we have some very interesting things about the Murdoch trial that's going on in South Carolina. Go back to our radiolawtalk.com and you can click on any of our podcasts. We make them into podcasts and they're on they're on the main ones, Spotify, Apple, um, iHeart, all those uh, main ones we have our, our podcasts on. And again, the podcast is only our live radio show. At least it's live uh, many places, um, and then we just roll it into the podcast. 
We usually do case or no case, but we're not going to do that yet. We're going to put that off for a minute because we want to finish up on the Murdoch trial because we want to, while it's fresh in your mind, those of you who follow us and listen to us live, uh, we want to talk about a few other things that are going on with the prosecution's case and their arguments about why Mr. Alex Murdoch murdered his, mu- his wife and his son, Paul. Um, the, the interesting thing we want to get to also that we briefly touched on was their um, caretaker, not the caretaker, the, the housekeeper. housekeeper that had came over and we mentioned this last week, made dinner is what she normally does. And as she made dinner, she leaves and apparently when she came back and Mr. Murdoch asked her to go back and clean kind of clean up the house and, 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 and go to the back door, come in the back door or side door, not in the front door. While this is an active murder scene, right? And while this is an active murder scene, she goes and does that and finds what's interesting that has never been done in the history is that the um, food is usually left on the table or left on the stove, wherever it is, and, and the Murdochs don't clean it up. She cleans it up. And it had been like cellophane or whatever put over the top of the food, and, and, and she said that has never been done. The other interesting thing is she went to the master bedroom, and it looked like someone had taken a shower because there was wet. Uh, it was wet outside the shower, like someone had stepped out of the shower. Um, also, the uh, the wife Maggie's um, house coat was laid out, like her bed clothes were laid out um, together with uh, underwear, um, as if Maggie was preparing for bed. And um, she testified that Maggie didn't wear underwear. When she went to bed. Yeah, because she, the reason she knows that, is because she sets that, she as the housekeeper, she does that. She sets her clothes out. This is almost like royal South Carolina royalty. She sets uh, the clothes out for the mom and does all that stuff. So that's some interesting things that are just, you know, like, hmm, interesting things. The other thing that's interesting is he talked to her after the murder, the murders, that is the housekeeper, and said, now, I, we talked, started asking her, cross-examining her, basically, about the clothes. Now I was wearing the clothes I was that were in the, you know, or whatever. And she goes, no, you were wearing blue, a blue shirt, you know. And, and it was different than what you were wearing on the video of the police camp. When the police showed up, they had they had the cameras rolling on the chest. And, and it showed him in a white shirt and stuff. And another interesting thing that was happening that I noticed, Todd's like, oh, that was pretty smart, Fred. He caught it. Um Watch that video, the police officer's camera when they first arrive, and Mr. Murdaugh is walking around the scene and kind of walking back toward the scene with his footprints everywhere, right? So if they try to argue, well, we saw your footprints at the murder scene, well, yeah, I walked down there, and then I was walking all around it, the, the whole area, right? So that would be, I would be kind of like, stop, stay over here, you know, don't don't go down, you know, don't go walking around. You know, and the defense is the defense has really taken the uh, investigation to task on this uh, and this idea that, well, you didn't cordon off the scene. You're letting people come into the house. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. But you got to remember this. And Fred talked about this last hour when he was setting up the case. The Mur- uh, Alex Murdaugh's law firm has acted as essentially the, the prosecutor for this township and others in South Carolina for decades. And so when law enforcement shows up, 
they're showing up at the senior partner of the law firm, essentially at the DA's house. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to say that they were lax necessarily in their duties or anything, but there's a couple of things that that you could maybe presume, and that is that look. Law enforcement officers, DAs, they do have a certain danger element to their job and that I was a DA for 10 years. I was ticking people 15 years. I was ticking people off for 15 years while I was prosecuting. There's no shortage of people. I've had personal threats made to me and my family as a prosecutor, even when I wasn't prosecuting huge crimes. It was the lower level stuff, but I still had that. And so when you show up and fam- as a law enforcement officer and family members are dead, but the DA is there since I just got back, I mean, you could be thinking, oh my gosh, let's. this might be the last person you would suspect, as opposed to showing up at the house of somebody that you don't know that's not involved in law enforcement. And now two people are dead and the first person you see, you're thinking, okay, here's my first suspect my first person of interest. And and they may have treated this a little bit differently because of the status he had had as a essentially law enforcement guy for decades. So he right. set that up well, but if the facts don't favor you, what do you do, Fred? You go after the cops, right? I mean, yeah, so yeah, so, right? so here's another thing that I forgot to mention on Alex Murdoch's side, on his side. Don't forget the uh, housekeeper, uh, Miss Simpson, testified that you know he was wearing a blue polo shirt and then she brought up all those other damning issues that could harm the that was hurting Murdoch in his case but the under cross examination she did say she cleaned his khaki pants that he was wearing at the scene when the police officer showed up and she remember she doesn't she all she remembers the blue polo shirt she doesn't remember if he's wearing khakis or not but she said she did clean the khakis that he was wearing when the police showed up and she didn't see any blood on that but I think that must have been some new clothes. I, I'm not. Quite I think sure. there's something with the ATV, because one of the things that was interesting was the ATV was there next to Maggie's body, and Maggie had some kind of impression on her leg, that could have been the ATV, but yet they couldn't really rule out or put it in. But there's no discussion of why the ATV was there. And I think the ATV was there, so the defense now is going to claim there was another person. That actually was present, and they may, ran away from the scene. They drove maybe on the ATV, but they ran away from the scene. Well, and one of the things that would support possibly more than one person being there and participating in this are the fact that two different weapons were used. His son was killed with a shotgun, and his wife was killed with a rifle. And An AR, wasn't it? There's yeah, and you know while they have been able to find, you know, where he slowed down and a cell phone was found in an area. They've, they've never found the weapons that they believe that were used um, in these murders. And so that would tend to suggest two different people, that they're using two different weapons unless... It's really hard, though. How do you overcome the evidence of him being heard in the background just minutes before the, the alleged time of one that they were murdered when he said he was not there, taking a nap and had over, went over to his mom's house. I was not there, and yet you can hear him in the Snapchat video and or apparently the phone call. The other individual said yeah. they heard him in the background. And also the evidence of him going to his mom's house. Yeah, the the, the timing stuff. So we're yeah. gonna be back. We're gonna we're gonna leave it. And we'll talk about it next next uh, hour uh, next week. But Prince Harry and Meghan, this is really important stuff. We'll be back. Oh boy. 
Radio Law Talk will continue in just a minute. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat diagnosis. No more mold. No more damage. No more outdated old bathroom. No more slipping and hurting. No more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never clear glass treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kids home safe. Call 800-771-4877. 800-771-4877. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. 
One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. Oh, that's stone. Are, Are you serious? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Welcome back to our second segment of Hour 2, February 18, 2023, Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you have any questions or make any comments. You don't have to be on the air. Cal will just tell us what you said. But uh, why people are here is probably the Murdaugh uh, murder trial. But the second reason now, Cal, I'm going to say now is case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. A Murdaugh trial is spellbinding, but so is this. One of the most famous stories of medical error involves a surgery with a 300% mortality rate. We're talking about the famous surgeon whose name was Robert, a groundbreaker in surgery, becoming one of the first to wash his hands between every procedure, the first to change surgical aprons and shaving in the area to be operated upon. He may not have known it at the time, but of course that saved a lot of post-surgical infection. Robert was very efficient. In an era before anesthetics, he could accomplish a proper amputation in about one minute, which greatly reduced the patient's pain. One day, Robert managed to perform an amputation within two minutes and 30 seconds. However, he focused so much on the speed that he slipped up badly. When he brought the knife down on the patient's leg, he amputated the leg and his surgical assistant's fingers. And then when he brought the knife back up again, he clipped the clothing of an onlooking elderly man. It didn't actually cut him, but apparently he thought it had. He collapsed from fright and died. So both the patient and the surgical assistant died of hospital gangrene, and the elderly man died from a heart attack. 300% mortality. The whole thing was so calamitous that the relatives of the surgical assistant summoned legal counsel or the sublime rascals, the tongue paddlers, and split causes, as they were called in the Victorian era, to see if they could get compensated for the death of their loved one. Yes, they asked, in this highly risky era of surgery, was it a case or no case? And Fred, I think you're first Ooh, on this one. I am. Yeah. Wow. That, this is a very interesting one that isn't something that I would normally uh, think would be noted in some, but this is probably in the early 1900s. Victorian era, the late 1800s, late 1800s, early 1900s, post-Civil War, yes. Wow. I remember, medical then was like flying an airplane was right. in those days. You know, every accident led to further innovation, right? But this was yeah. bad, 300% mortality. That's I think there was no case file. I think it's a scenario, but there's no case file. In the 1800s, a lot, a lot of lawsuits were filed. Like, nowadays, for sure, it would have been filed. But I, don't th I think it's a scenario and no case. Okay, fair enough. Todd Kunum, what do you think? Would someone, would you, uh, if you were a surgical assistant and you got infection in your fingers and died, would you hope your relatives would sue for you afterward, about it afterward? Well, no, I, I guess, I suppose, maybe <laughs> today. Right. But right. back then, I agree with Fred. I, you just, you didn't hear a lot of, about a lot of lawsuits 
that were originating on these kind of facts. I mean, like I'm wondering about the you're literally you're, you're performing a surgery where there's an elderly onlooker. I mean, a guy standing around watching. Somebody, well, you know, I came in to clean the floors. I figured I might as well see what's going on. Oh, my gosh. I think you got me. I'm, you know, if if. If things are so lax that they're not going to keep the elderly onlookers away, my guess is they're not too worried about lawsuits because they weren't filed that often. <laughs> so I'm saying scenario, but no case. But can, can you imagine these days a medical procedure in which three people died as a result of one person's action? There'd be, there'd be a lot of lawsuits then, would there not? Denise, what do you think about this Victorian era case? Well, um... Cal, you maybe you're going to get some points. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to agree with them. It's um, it could be a scenario. But it's not a case. Would you like to get an extra point? Are sure. you guys up on medical history? What's the name sure. of Robert Robert the surgeon? What was his last name? What Do you have any Robert? idea? He um, really was a groundbreaking guy. That okay, I'm going to call him. Techniques. I'm going to call him Jarvis. Okay, Robert that's Jarvis. The Jarvis Hart, but that's that's Jarvis. That's way too right. late. Okay. But, uh, Todd, want to take a guess? Uh, uh, Jarvis. Robert. Uh, ro ro Robert Anaseptica. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Denise, do you have any idea? Um, how about Robert Machete? Good one. Well, um, remember, in, in the Civil War, amputations were way too common, and the most common cause of death was not bleeding out. It was the I infection agree. thing. Yeah. And this guy said, well, maybe if I... You, start, you know, he really was very innovative in his time to act quickly without anesthesia and then to try to avoid infection. His last name was Liston, and Robert Liston, and by the way, in case you're wondering, this uh, family did not. Yes. Case, no case. Tell me about that, though. Tell me about it. But isn't it interesting? No, but tell me what what's the uh, what I mean. Tell me about the guy. I mean, it, well, he, he just was one of those guys who who practiced surgery in the Civil War, and he saw. And you know, at the time when uh, if there were amputations, big battle, the doc would use the same knife. They would use busy, the same yeah. apron. They wouldn't even wash their hands. And he started thinking, well, maybe there's a connection between the serology here, you know, the blood. And right. and so he started doing that, didn't know why. And eventually, you know, bacteria theory was developed, and wow. you know, he worked out well. Uh, next hour, I have a really good week go to Hollywood for the case of a guy named Michael, who was a very busy actor and ran afoul of his producers because he got sick. That's mm -hmm. next time on... <laughs> Case or no case. Now back to Radio Live. Well, I know, you, Cal, you wanted to finish the case or no case as quick as possible because you're so excited to hear well, it's a good one. about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Oh, boy. Yeah. That you're like saying, well, talk, I gotta get Can you hold me back on my excitement level? Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> and so, like I said, the like I care is my first comment about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So, Meghan Markle's sister, and it's a half-sister, Samantha, all right? So don't forget during the the if you go back to the history, the father of Meghan Markle did not go to the wedding, and also Meghan and Harry have denounced some part of their. Did, what do they denounce the 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 whole royal family system, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. Whatever well, no, 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 no. They, they, they denounced their um, whatever the their royal duties, duties. Their duties, royal duties. Yeah, come back here. There's issues probably going on. There's so much going on with, with those two. But anyway, long story short, Megan has a tendency to mention some things about her ex, her half-sister that Samantha's saying are not true. And she sues 
uh, Meghan Markle for defamation. So we're going to talk about that defamation case and what the latest rulings are. Interesting. They're, they're for Samantha. We'll be back. As Fred said, stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming right up right here. All you have to do is stay tuned, and the program will continue. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. USA News Update. The White House pledges federal resources to East Palestine, Ohio, for as long as it takes following a toxic train derailment. Federal resources from the EPA, CDC, and other agencies have been deployed to the town to help with water and air quality testing. Governor Mike DeWine says there are no signs of contaminants. We've gone into uh, hundreds and hundreds of people's houses to, to test that air. It's good. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said the Department of Transportation is working to get to the bottom of what caused the February 3rd wreck and promised to hold the train's operator accountable. Some residents say they've developed rashes, sore throats, headaches, and nausea after being allowed back home. One week after a hospital stay, Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman has voluntarily checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to receive treatment for clinical depression. An aide says he could be there for a few weeks. Jeremy Scott, USA News. Attention, this is a public notice from the Social Security Disability Helpline. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. If you suffer from physical or mental disability, whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, we can help. 
We'll evaluate your situation and deal with Social Security on your behalf. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your... Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. USA News On Demand. On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News. What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia. USA News. On demand. On your phone, on your computer. Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's. On your terms. From USAPodcasting.com. Subscribe today. USAPodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Housing Opportunity. Boys are weird. Are Are you serious? Now now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. All right, so how does defamation case come about of Samantha Markle, which is uh, the half-sister of um, uh, Meghan Markle, who is Prince Harry's wife, uh, you know, and they've got a couple of kids who, by the way, they said, oh, they left England, married old England, and they moved to the United States, Los Angeles area, and um, they kind of have been all over the news. They and they were on Oprah Winfrey, and she, Meghan Markle, makes some statements that are, I'm going to say, you know, if they're true, they're true, but don't paint a good picture of Samantha and make her and it makes her look bad. And so um, Samantha suing her. Saying this is the following, you know, uh, the basic the basic things, and here's a quote uh, that she has demonstrably demonstrably false and malicious statements that she made to a quote worldwide audience. Um, so, uh, including the interview with Oprah Winfrey, they're they're arguing that uh, she basically promotes the false rags to royalty narrative is what she's saying. She fabricated how her life went from her royal family uh, in the worldwide media, um, from rags to riches, and you said what, Todd? Just just imagine. You know, take the movie Cinderella, okay? And at the very end, it says, and they all lived happily ever after. What we're seeing here is, imagine that this is all of the litigation that takes place after yeah. she marries the handsome prince, the stepsister. Well, I wasn't that bad. There the mother's, I wasn't. You're the one. You're projecting your own inadequacies on me. And that's what I feel like we're watching here. Yes. It's, it's essentially, Samantha is trying to say that Meghan Markle tried to put out this Cinderella type rag type rag.
rags to right. riches. And it almost sounds like Samantha's saying, no, 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 y- you might be the one that married the prince, but your attitude is more like the wicked stepmother right, and the right. stepsisters. Well, I mean, what she's getting into is Samantha's, basically everything that Samantha says, or not everything, many of the things she says, Meghan Markle says, oh, that's not true. First of all, Meghan says, there was no relationship, basically. I haven't even basically seen her or talked to her since she was 20. And um, that Samantha's a high school dropout, you know, and that, um, you know, all, all types of things that, uh, that she, that Samantha's, again, these are all allegations by Samantha. Mm-hmm. And, the, and she's brought the civil lawsuit, and we're going to tell you why this is making, why this is important. Um, but, but she said this has harmed her. Um, uh, Melissa said it's 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 made her look bad uh, across the world stage. And um, but here's an example. Uh, this is something that um, Meghan Markle said. She goes, I don't know. Talking about Samantha, the sis, half sister. I don't know your middle name. I don't know your birthday. <laughs> You're telling these people you raise me, and you you know uh, you know and you coin me as Princess Pushy. <laughs> <laughs> this this is some funny things, you know. Um, you know, I I, I had a fall, and she goes, I Megan Markle says I didn't have a fallout with you. You can't have a fallout with someone that you're not close to, you know. And um, so now the dad's coming in and saying, you know, dad's in the seventy. I think he's seventy-eight. I think his name's Thomas. Excuse me, I'm willing to testify, and he's gonna come in and testify. I think it's not gonna be good for Megan. Um, and he's going to say, uh, and but well, because he's saying he's thrilled to come in and defend his daughter, Melissa, and he's going to come in and say, you know what, uh, that's that's true. I think I read one article that said they're kind of telling uh, Megan, you you better settle this thing. Well, and and that's that's kind of what what prompted this to be on our radar in this episode of Radio Law Talk is that Megan Markle was subpoenaed to be deposed in this case. And she, through her attorneys, filed an objection uh, citing, what was it called here, that um, wanted to stay because, uh, I forgot the technical, it was because of unusual circumstances that they wouldn't be able to testify. High standard required. Yes, and and the the judge says, yeah, no. You have to sit for that deposition. So I think this is what puts Meghan Markle in a bit of a pickle. I mean, she made statements to Oprah. She may have put statements into a book. Now, none of those statements are under the penalty of perjury. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't raise your arm and swear that you tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth when Oprah Winfrey's interviewing you. But you do when you get deposed. And so now the question here is, I mean, it's like playing poker. Are you going to double down on the things that you said to Oprah? That, that that your sister is claiming are not true? Because if you do, if you really stick with those, and she's got evidence to disprove those things, now it's not just defamation because you said something to Oprah, but you also perjured yourself in testimony. Well, yeah, but it has thing. to be held out in a, in a bad light. And the things she said are so minute. I mean, you have to stop and think. She is definitely young. Um, Megan's a lot younger than Samantha. And Megan was raised, her parents divorced when they are separated when she was two, right? Mm-hmm. And so she was raised by her mother until she was nine, or and then she went, and her dad raised her while her mom pursued a doctor's. And um, 
so that it looks like the timing is such that by the time she went to her dad's full time, Samantha may have already emancipated. Well, Samantha is claiming that she basically helped raise her, and that and that's what she her argument is. And and then and and the damages are she's saying that she is 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 been defamed enough that it's caused her to be you know criticized worldwide. But this is the thing that I think that that Meghan Markle really needs to be cautious of and get hopefully get good counsel and I'm sure she's getting counsel from a team of lawyers and everything. While it's true that whatever the sister is saying might be not rise to the level of something that's very material or hurting her, if Meghan Marshall goes in and it's pro- Markle goes in and it's proven that she lied in a deposition. And they've got now you lied in a deposition and they could prove that from this lawsuit. The legal entanglements of people of high power and in authority and stuff like that never go away. And the next lawsuit that comes down where she says, no, no, that didn't happen. They're going to be trotting out depo testimony that's not true if it turns out to be not true. And, and I see her lawyer saying, look, given the risk that this could have down the road, you're really better off trying to reach some sort of a confidential settlement than to go through all of this because this could really blow up badly later on down the line for you. Well, guess what? We didn't even say, I think the most important part, Megan's not only being deposed, so is Harry. Oh, yeah. Right. He's going to be deposed, too. Harry's like, you know know what Harry's doing? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, uh, and they're they're apparently doing pretty well. They're out here to, to make, you know, to be in Hollywood and make money in Hollywood. Yeah. So, but uh, that's and how key. can they be in Hollywood, Fred, without being involved in a lawsuit? Isn't that just part of being in Hollywood? Well, as part of being Hollywood, is we wouldn't have anything to talk about if they didn't have this happen. Well, so well, there you go. I would appreciate. I appreciate this, and I'm sure the world is is ignoring the Murdoch trial that we're talking about and just honing in on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, because <laughs> I don't care, but I have to talk about it because Radio Law Talk. Well, she, uh, Samantha was, there's a 16-year difference. Nice. A 16-year age difference. Correct. So by the time that Megan got to her dad's house, Samantha was already emancipated and on her way. But the thing is, uh, Samantha does have a master's degree. Wow. Well, Samantha could have been at that still state. Don't forget, kids still stay at the house. I don't know. Or comes back. Not back in those days. I don't know. We moved out as soon as we could. I guess we don't. I don't. (laughs) But we don't know what what happened here. We don't know if Samantha was living there because Samantha's trying to claim, according to Megan, which is not true, that she helped raise her. Right, which would be offensive to somebody if that if that was not true. Mm-hmm. That would be offensive to somebody. I'm just waiting for Samantha to come out and say, "Sorry, Todd, go ahead." It, I, I thought I was talking and I pushed me you instead of I, and I apologize for my bad. Oh uh, yeah, so I was. Uh, <laughs> I wait for Samantha to come out and and also claim, and I also taught the birds to sew her clothes and oh. said that the dog talked and and it, it, we we turned a pumpkin into a carriage. Scrubbed the fireplace on my hands and knees. Yes. The whole thing. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. She had one foot smaller than the other. That's why she kept losing her shoe. Come on. Oh, back to <laughs> Radio Disney talk. Yeah. <laughs> When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the 
PGA versus the LIV, which is a Roman numeral, what that is. Uh, and we're going to talk about a really bizarre lawsuit against uh, the jail in Alabama. Bizarre. When you come back. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned as the program will continue on many great local radio stations coast to coast. And we thank you and also live always and at no charge at radiolawtalk.com. You turned on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, Radio Law Talk. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188-800-635-7188. That's 800-635-7188. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. The use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. This is no fun. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. I like the door. In the middle of it. Hey, you know, we're going to get, like I said, we're getting in this weird Alabama jail lawsuit and the PGA Tour and uh, LIV golf suit. Uh, but I, we've got it. We just finished the Meghan Markle and Melissa Markle. Melissa Markle bringing a defamation lawsuit against her half sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But let, we wanted to really quickly just scoot this in here. Uh, we got an article. We, we read an article. I don't know. Who is this from? Do you know who this is from? I'm going to look at it and give him. I can't remember. Um, oh, that talks about some of the well-known, uh, let's not talk about it, because I don't know who this is Talk from. about the showbiz lawsuits. Yeah, Denise yeah. sent the article. I don't know where she got it, but I know it came from Denise, as I yeah, recall. I don't know. You know the source on that, Denise? Yeah. yeah. I Googled Hollywood lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> well, Google. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It's, anyway, it talks about some of the top, most memorable defamation lawsuits, but uh, let's not talk about it. Let's move on. Um, let's see. Let's, so what happens in Alabama, there's an individual by the name of uh, Anthony Mitchell. goes by Tony. He's had some mental issues, according to his family. He's had some uh, drug issues, um, according to his family. And so what happens is he's arrested, and he's taken to a jail in Alabama, and apparently they're worried about suicide. And when there's a suicide um, issue in Alabama, apparently, I'm not saying all of them, but apparently in this jail, what they do is they keep them naked so they can't harm themselves. And this individual had no clothes on, and they they uh, put him in a freezer, kind of sat him down and tied him up, or I don't know if they tied him up or somehow put him in the freezer to sit there, and it's the jail's kitchen walk-in freezer, and um, for an extended amount of time, and then as, as some sort of weird punishment, and and then let him out, and he put him in his jail cell, and uh, he was 
dying as he's sitting there. With the, they even had the, the jail cell open uh, while they kind of walked by and, and looked at him. And it wasn't for about five hours after that they finally called, you know, some uh, 911 or a doctor. Um, I think it was 911, and they brought and they took him to uh, the emergency room. And the emergency room said, this guy's body temperature is 72 degrees, um, and he dies. So um, the family brings a lawsuit against the uh, jail, and uh, here's the interesting thing. How do they know this happened and all these details occurred? It was because of another um, um, corrections officer that apparently uh, was uh, suing the Walker County Sheriff's Office because she was terminated after she shared videos. By the way, she's bringing it. She shared the videos uh, to the relatives and showing the abuse that he was, and, and she was fired for that. And I believe there's a lawsuit going on because of that. But she she kept the stuff and said, this is ridiculous, gave it to the family, and now, now uh, uh, this lawsuit's going on. So, um, look, um, the lawyer, obviously the lawyer's like, this is the worst case of inmate abuse I've ever seen, um, th- their attorney says, but... Uh, you know, this, if this is true, which it sounds like it may be, uh, or at least, you know, again, the innocent until proven guilty, we're going to find out what happened, you know, because they have videos, a lot of this stuff. The evidence isn't just what a statement, and those jails have a lot of video. So if that happened, they put them in the freezer. I think she's got a good wrongful termination oh, case. My, yeah, well, she does. That the Oh, yeah, the yeah, because she's a whistleblower, right? Right. And there's whistleblower cases too they can bring. So that's what's happening in Alabama. Do whatever you can not to, when the, you know, if you ever get arrested and they go, you know what? It's a little warm in here. Do you mind if we just put you over here in the refrigerator? We're going to cool you down. Cool son, you down right? a little yeah, bit. Right. Do you mind? And you're like, yeah, I mind. Now, is it just me, Fred? During the Murdoch case, did you hear the old Vicki Lawrence song, Don't Trust Your Soul to No Backwoods Southern Lawyer? Did that ever come uh, into your mind? Remember? No, it didn't. Oh, but no, I, no, I, good song, I think yeah. that was right around our era. Yeah, the night the lights went out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. yeah that's know, right. I was watching this documentary the other day on, uh, on Alcatraz. And Alcatraz, for as bad as it was, one thing they were known for was that the inmates always had warm, hot, or hot showers. They always had to be able, they, they never hurt or for being cold. They were always given blankets, they were given warm showers and stuff like that. And the reason why was because if anybody ever tried to escape, it would exacerbate the difference in temperature of the bay. They didn't want anybody getting used to cold weather and cold so that the, if you got into the frigid waters of the San Francisco Bay, maybe you'd have a better chance. They want you warm, so when you get in, that shock takes your breath away. So, I, Side note, I watched there's a, there's a really great documentary on the Alcatraz, the three people who escaped, yep. where they, they think they've proven that they, they survived and lived and, and are in, were in Brazil. They actually have pictures of them in Brazil. And they actually did all these photo analysis and the investigator. There's still an investigator on that case. So I believe it was 1963 they escaped. They mm. still, it's an open case going yeah. on. And um, they think the brothers have died. Um, but uh, they, there's pictures of the friend that, uh, that uh, said, look, I've, I've been there and seen them. Here's a picture with them. And they, he walked through and told them how they did it. It was very interesting how they made these 
little rafts out of and 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 um, out of rain. The very stuff Todd was yeah, talking yeah, about. Out of yeah, rain gear. Yeah, rain yeah. gear. Yeah, yeah, they made these little <laughs> raft, and they apparently what they did is they hooked on and. Uh, in the middle of the night, how they got out, they dug it and made a little mask, and they talk all about it. You oh, go yeah. to Alcatraz, and it's like part of the the tour is to talk yeah. about those those guys escaping. And but it, like, apparently, as the guards come in and out, they come in on the boats. They hooked up. They had a they were missing long uh, uh, extension cords and stuff. They hooked up to the boat. Is what this individual told the family once the family finally brought it up. And kind of towed him out there, and there was some another boat out there waiting for him that picked him up and and took him off to safety, and they headed <laughs> headed to Brazil, and lived lived a normal life with as farmers in Brazil. Sounds like um, Hitler. Maybe he was involved. Huh? Hitler, no, there there's a there's a very good documentary Someone's that shows that happened? he got in those um, those submarines, oh. and oh. he got out through Portugal, and he went all the way down to South America because he found the submarines in, at the top of South America, mm. and that he lived for a very long period of time. That's the that's what some that's speculation. Was Elvis well, they, there? They actually found like some of his crystal in China hmm. in a cave down there which could only have come from him it was his personal stuff mm. and it was like there were well, there's a lot of things oh, it, it was been, a, yes. lot, a, lot, a lot a lot a lot so 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 the the theory is that when the forces were closing in on him and all the valuables you want to put in your absolutely essential go bag, right? To, well, don't forget the crystal in the china. That's got to go in the go bag. <laughs> it just had to had to go in one of the three submarines. Well, yes, yes, yes. Well, yes, this yes. is all speculation, by the way. That's why we give you the disclaimers and on again, Radio I say, Law Talk. Was Elvis Presley there? I'm just yeah, wondering. Elvis was there, <laughs> and who else? Oh, John F. Kennedy's and uh, the JFK assassin. Yeah. Assassin was there. Guy was there. Oh, yeah. That might be a new record. How long did it take us to go from? A case originating in a cold Alabama jail <laughs> to, to <laughs> ferreting away war criminals from World War II. And Alcatraz. And Alcatraz. Wow. Well, wait, no wait. Idea. UFOs, Fred. Might have been taken there by UFOs. Think of oh, this. Oh, yes. Especially now with all the balloons around them. We got a lot of those things out there. Well, you know, and because, saying, because yeah. they always say that UFOs look like Tic Tacs. Which looks a lot like a submarine. Sounds a lot like TikTok. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> we get started on. What is, by the way, what is LIV Golf? Okay, so that's the first thing. Everybody knows the PGA Tour. They are, they dominate golf. Uh, the LPGA and the PGA, uh, which includes, I believe, the, uh, which which includes the, the seniors tour too. Yeah, they're the big but leagues. L I V golf means something very interesting. It is a competitor coming in by very wealthy uh, Saudi or Bahrain. I can't remember what Saudi Saudi uh, money that is starting this new golf club that is competing with the PGA and some big names are jumping over. Guess what? There's lawsuits now against the PGA trying to claim that they are what? They're, they have what? A monopoly. Monopoly. That's exactly right. And so we'll be back. We'll talk about that and, and tell you what LIV means. More Radio Law Talk is coming up at six minutes after next hour on many great local radio stations and on radiolawtalk.com. Stay tuned as the show continues.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-511-6046. 800-511-6046. 800-511-6046. That's 800-511-6046.